because we're against it. If there were a global agreement, a level playing field, we would be all in favor, although it would be costly, but it's not going to happen. The big developing countries growing populations significantly and their economies significantly will need cheap and abundant energy for decades to come. That is at the core of the problem. Climate negotiators point out that the Paris Agreement has to take fairness into account. A country like the UK is polluted for 300 years. Poor countries deserve some space in the atmosphere for their CO2. Either way, the UK's energy priorities have shifted. But that's not without consequence for a government craving private investment in infrastructure, including energy. Paddy Padmanathan, CEO of an international energy firm Aquapower, is one potential investor turning his back on the UK as a result of the sudden withdrawal of renewable subsidies. I think the energy policy in the United Kingdom is completely confused. I think the policy of getting rid of subsidies was the right thing to do. But how you do it is very important in a society that has a proven contractual system and justice and all the rest of it. And how do investors so, react to that sort of policy change? They will withdraw. So what's happening? Everybody is running around the world looking for other places. Okay, so thank you very much. I've built up experience. Now UK is not necessarily a sort of safe haven or the best bet, so let me go somewhere else. The official line from the UK government is that it is still committed to its world-leading Climate Change Act. But Amber Rudd's department withdrew an earlier offer to be interviewed about exactly how that would be achieved. It shows how vulnerable climate policies are to the democratic process, or indeed to hard economic times. But it's one thing the UK wobbling. What if a big player like the USA decided to change tack on climate? Let me take you back to the refined surroundings of the Savoy Hotel, which I visited in the first episode of Changing Climate Change, which you can find on the BBC World Service website. I met the influential US Congresswoman Marsha Blackburn, who's trying to get President Obama's climate change laws scrapped. What would it take to persuade you, do you think, that climate change was a genuine threat? I... uh... I don't think you will see me being persuaded that climate change is a a genuine threat. This may jar with the mood music in Europe, but it is a commonplace view among Republicans in the USA. Supporting climate science can be political suicide. 